If you'd like to receive the Tiny Leaps Digest, a weekly newsletter containing the best personal development content from all across the web, you can do so by texting the word TINY to 38470 right now. Once you do, it'll ask you for your email address. Go ahead and enter it, and I will see you in your inbox. In this episode, I talk about why you should never say I can't and how I realized that I could do a pull-up. Stick around if you want to know what that means because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. What it could be like And now it's all set to come back home You were after nothing I could give Today's song is the royalty remix of Wonder by Adventure Club. I'm a big Adventure Club fan from back in my music production days, so hearing such an awesome remix done by royalty of one of their hit songs is frankly just a great experience for me. Check out the artists and let's get into the show. In a perfect world, but we're not always what we promise to be. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and here's a fun fact about me that most people don't know. I have a neurological disorder called Hirayama's disease, and it affects the movement and strength of my right hand. Now, for those of you who don't know, here's a medical description of Hirayama's. Quote, Hirayama disease, also termed non-progressive juvenile spinal muscular atrophy of the distal upper limbs, try saying that three times, is a type of cervical myelopathy related to flexion movements of the neck. It is considered a benign motor neuron disorder with a stationary stage after a progressive course, end quote. It started when I was around 13 or 14. At the time, my friends and I played a lot of World of Warcraft, which is an online role-playing game, and I mean a lot. We routinely had 8 to 12-hour days during the summer and spring breaks, and it was fun. But I remember one day in particular we were playing, and out of nowhere, my arms started to have a severe cramp. My right hand bent into itself as if it was a claw, and it stayed there as if the muscles just got stuck. And after I recovered from the initial pain, I was able to pry my fingers apart and stretch the hand out. And I thought, you know, maybe it's just a muscle contraction from using the mouse too much or typing. But over the next few months, it happened again and again. Eventually, one day I realized that the hand just wasn't responding as much anymore. I could close it and hold things and do basic movements that required a squeezing motion, but I couldn't open it or straighten my fingers or lift my thumb or anything of that sort. So I told my parents and that started a nine-year process of doctor's appointments, neurology tests, brain scans, spinal tests, electro tests, basically anything and everything that could be the cause. And I eventually found out that it had nothing to do with playing World of Warcraft. Now, I can't explain to you how terrified I was when the words polio or Lou Gehrig's disease came up as possible diagnoses. And thankfully, that wasn't the case. Eventually, at the age of 22 or 23, I was able to find a disease online that matched my symptoms exactly. 
but it was rare in North America, and that explains why the army of doctors I'd visited in the last nine years never considered it. So armed with that new information, I visited one final neurologist. I asked about that specific disease and was told that it was, in fact, Hirayama's disease. Okay, so why am I telling you this? It's to provide context for what I'm about to say next. You see, I'm really fortunate. The disability in my right hand is often nothing more than a minor annoyance. I can still write and tie my shoes and hold things and do all the things that hands are useful for. Sure, sometimes I drop things because my grip in my right hand isn't as strong, and sometimes I fumble to pick things up or to handle really tiny objects, but that's really not a concern. And when there is something that I can't do with my right hand, I can very easily substitute my left hand, which is perfectly fine. So I'm really fortunate and things could have been a lot worse. But around the age of 17, after I started going to the gym and taking fitness more seriously, I realized three things. Number one, my right arm was much skinnier than my left arm. Number two, My right arm was much weaker than my left arm. And number three, my left arm was compensating for my right arm. The muscles in my right arm had atrophied because I wasn't able to use them effectively. That in itself isn't that big of a deal, but due to the resulting weakness in the arm and how much my left arm needed to compensate, I realized that doing things at the gym like pull-ups or bench press was eventually going to become a problem. Sure, it was fine in the early days, but as I got stronger and wanted to work with more weight, there would be a natural limit due to the strength and ability of my entire right side. This proved especially problematic with pull-ups. For the longest time, I couldn't really do a single pull-up because of how much stress needs to be placed on the arm, especially the wrist. And normally, that would be fine, but since my right arm was significantly weaker, there was just too much pressure involved. So I gave up. I told myself I would never be able to do a pull-up, or rather, that it would never become a real part of my workout routine, and that was that. But I was wrong. Over the last 90 days, I've been doing a calisthenics routine that I've since fallen in love with, and of course, since its focus is on body weight, that means pull-ups are a big part of the back exercise. For the first 60 days, I cheated on those, convincing myself that I just couldn't do them. But for the last 30 days, I decided to just try it. Why not, right? And not only was I able to do the pull-ups, I was able to increase my total strength in a lot of areas that were being neglected. In fact, the program asks you to do two fitness tests, one at the beginning and one at the end. Here are my results. On day one, I was able to do 35 push-ups in one minute, three pull-ups in 30 seconds, 30 squats in one minute, 36 sit-ups in one minute, five dips in 30 seconds. On day 90, I was able to do 50 push-ups in one minute, eight pull-ups in 30 seconds, 36 squats in one minute, 39 sit-ups in one minute, and 10 dips in 30 seconds. So let me get to the point of all of this. I'm not telling you this story because I want your sympathy. I'm not telling you this because I want you to congratulate me. I'm bringing it up because there's an important lesson that I've personally learned and I think you should understand it as well. I told myself back when I was 17 that I was never going to be able to do pull-ups and make any real improvement in that area because of my wrist. I convinced myself that this was true, and so I never tried. But after just 30 days of really giving it a shot, I was not only able to do them, but I was able to see a 260% improvement in my ability to perform that task. 
What this tells me is that while my risk does actually play a role, I suspect that my willingness to try plays an even larger role in what I'm able and not able to do. And that applies to every area of our lives. Don't convince yourself that you can't do something before you even try. Don't convince yourself that you aren't able before you give it a shot. I don't know what your personal situation is, and I can't give you any advice on what you should or shouldn't do. But I can say that if you want to do something, it's worth at least trying. For me, I plan to stop babying myself in the gym just because of this minor annoyance. Now, of course, I'll be careful, and of course, I'll make sure that I don't injure myself, but I'm not going to let my wrist decide what I can and can't do anymore. I hope you do the same with whatever your personal limiting factor is. Show notes for this episode are available at www.gregclunas.com as well as any resources or book recommendations. So head over to www.gregclunas.com right now and check those out. That's it for episode 81. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to leave a rating a review, and to hit subscribe. If you'd like to receive the Tiny Leaps Digest, a weekly newsletter containing the best personal development content from all across the web, you can do so by texting the word TINY to 38470 right now. Once you do, it'll ask you for your email address. Go ahead and enter it, and I will see you in your inbox. Until tomorrow, I've been Greg Clunas, and remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Have you ever wondered what it could be like? And now it's all set to come back home.